Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast, a podcast created for women where no topic is off limits. I am so excited for today's episode because Kiana is on again, and we are going to be chatting through a list of 20 pieces of advice that will change your life. Are you excited? Let's freaking do this. This is a great list. And I think if you are, especially as we are entering this new year, if you're in a chapter of growth or change, or if you just feel like you need some advice right now in life, we got you. Where'd you find the list, Kim? So it's 20 pieces of advice that I sourced from Reddit, from you guys, from the internet, or things that I've been told throughout my life. So we may agree or disagree on some of these. But I think they're all very helpful. So we'll we'll see what you think. But one thing about me is I'm willing to debate anything and everything. <laughs> and so I see these as something that we will have quite the conversation about. Grateful. Yeah, absolutely. The topics range from everything from group chats to fixing men to impulse shopping and getting out of your comfort zone. So again, we're going to cover it all. Before we jump in to the first few segments of today's episode, kind reminder to rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, leave a written review on Apple Podcasts, and give us that thumbs up, click subscribe on YouTube. And last thing, if you want to see some exclusive sneak peeks and fun clips, check us out on Instagram and TikTok. It's, they're both under My Lips Aren't Sealed Podcast. We have a new girly joining our team named Tara. She's awesome. And she's going to be helping us put together some fun reels for you guys. So keep an eye out. Because I'm literally a boomer when it comes to tech. Yeah. So I mean, we, I need the help. You aren't a boomer. I am. I am pretty tech savvy. We were just talking about this before mm -hmm. the episode. But I just don't have the bandwidth to make as much content that needs to be produced to promote a podcast. Like I just, I just can't do it all. Right. So I'm glad we're bringing on friends to help out. She's a queen and you guys are going to love it. Also, if you want to follow us on our personal accounts, see what we're getting up to on the day to day. You can follow me at Kimberly Cobb on Instagram and TikTok. Kiana, what's yours? Kiana underscore Milliken. Nice and easy. Nice and easy. And I will link those both in the show notes. Now we are going to jump on into catch up with Kim. So you guys, what is the 411? What has everybody been up to? If you are new to the podcast, first of all, welcome again. Thank you for tuning in. We usually start off with a catch up with Kim segment where we talk about anything going on in pop culture, anything going on in our own lives. So Kiana, what's new? What's going on in Kiana's world that maybe people wouldn't know by looking at your Instagram account? Ooh, okay. So one, I've been a fucking busy bee this past week. Yeah, you have. I had my full-time job had their like sales kickoff. And I feel like sales kickoff is just another way of saying three-day bender. <laughs> <laughs> and so I felt as if like when Wednesday came, I was like, I have lived four lives. Wow. You know, so were you working longer days then? It wasn't necessarily working longer days. It was just the social battery of it all. Yeah. You know, because I'm used to working in the office three times a week. It's like, that's not a huge deal. But it's like my boss is fully remote mm -hmm. and our, most of our team is remote. So and everybody was in person. Yes. That's and so lot. it's like event, club, another club, 
bus no bus. sleep <laughs> yeah that's what i was bus <laughs> is that, is that, it's like what, what is it club I, another club another club bus yeah. no sleep that's mm-hmm. how i felt about sales kickoff so by the time thursday came around i'm like <laughs> i want to be comatose yeah so that was that i but went, you didn't you just kept going correct so i think it's going to catch up with me probably as soon as we get done filming so if you need me after this don't is what i'm trying to say <laughs> m.i.a right but last night i decided one of my good friends um Raudel, we met in strength training class at um, a&m and we met because him and i were both interviewing to work at the rec center as well and whenever I met this guy I was in the strength training class and I'm like oh my god this is gonna be the fucking death of me and those motherfucking kinesiology classes were some of the hardest classes for me I was in speed walking which was hard are you serious there's like a form for it and everything I was in power walking class and like the final was doing a mile and under x amount of time and make sure that your form is like in top shape but we met in strength training class where the final was you have to be able between bench press and leg press to do three and a half times your weight. That's a lot. I know. And I couldn't do it. So guess what I did? What did you do? I just fucking lost weight. <laughs> so I'd have less to push. I lost like 12 pounds or something. And thank and God. And do you feel it helped losing that weight? Yeah. I was fucking skeletal. Wow. But And so like that takes off like what? 42 pounds. Yeah. That that's makes it. That makes a big difference. Right. Did other people in your class do that? Or were you the only one who kind no, of No, I think the I'm the system? only one toxic enough to think about that. I like mm-hmm. that. So you met up with Rondell this past weekend. Yes, because he lives in San Antonio and he always comes and visits me. So I think it was about time for me to go to San Antonio. So we went to a cover band last night called Y'all Out Boy. I know it. Yeah. And so essentially it's a cover band of all the songs that you would probably scream at the top of your lungs in a bar in mm-hmm. college. And it was so fun. Do they mostly focus on emo kind of music right it's yeah more like, it was like it's, it's a play on fallout boy right it was like yellow card panic at the disco they even played paramore Love it was it. so good i was living there was a mosh pit that i of course after like three beers i'm like this could be fun <laughs> um but i think it was just best that i watched and i was one of the people towards the end that just stood on the outside you know how you like have to like make a barrier with their hands so they yes. can bounce off of you yeah i tried to do that for a little bit but then i think it was just best that i remove myself yeah me Mm -hmm. with my uh, fake hair and fake teeth you could not catch me in a mosh pit no thank you and I don't know what it is about the liquid courage but I feel fucking invincible I'm like no I would fucking ricochet off these bitches like I would be so good in a mosh pit so that was my evening last evening drove back from San Antonio after the concert the fact that you're recording an episode after doing that last night and then waking up and teaching a, hour, a spin class. Two-hour drive. You've taught spin. Mm-hmm. We got back at 2.05 a.m., me and my roommate. Ugh. And that was so fun, though. I I complain if I only get 12 hours of sleep. I'm well, a sleeper. Well, I sent you a picture this morning, and I was fighting for my life. Yeah. I like made myself a coffee because I typically have a little morning where I wake up, I playlist, drink my coffee. And it was not near as aesthetic as it typically seems. I was... Hanging on by a thread. You looked good in the pic. Thank you. I was getting the dads, you know, which are criminal. Do you oh, know what last night? Yeah. No, oh, wait, this dads. Day after drinking shits. Yes. I knew it. That's, and then are you I'm impressed to, that I knew that? Yes, I Thank am you. actually. But I had to go in and teach his freaking spin class. And I'm like, oh my God. This, but it was litty as fuck. I called you right after because I was yeah. like on cloud nine. I was I can't believe feeling myself. Was, I'm, I can't believe you rallied so hard. 
And I wanted to really appeal to the demographic of my class. And I really thought they'd be vibing with the music as much as I would. Because who doesn't love Y'all Out Boy? And all of the covers. Yes. And so I played The Middle by Jimmy Eat World. In oh, class I like today. that song. It just takes some time. Um, Little girl, you're in the middle of the ride. Yeah. No one sang along with me. <gasps> Were so, they too young to know it? I think that it was a little bit of like, they just missed the window either they were too old or too young but yeah. I think predominantly too many of them were too young oh. and that was enough to make me want to fucking off myself <laughs> so that's how class went this morning but other than that I played murder on the dance floor the remix from mm-hmm. saltburn good and have you seen like saltburn that. I need to it's on my watch list Amazon I, Prime, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone always says there's two types of people that watch saltburn or like come away from saltburn and one they're either like completely like fucked in the head like ha- what just happened and the other half like either reach for their vibrator and they're like hmm. really it's so i'm interested to see which one you are okay i will report back yeah i'm gonna let you know I, is it a series or a movie it's just a movie oh yeah it's like an I, hour have, and a half long. I was waiting to finish my show because i was like i'll start if it's a series no okay full-on movie so i will watch it tonight so that was to what i did last night i did want to mention that i think that i have a speech impediment what I told you I had I had one growing up, but I think that I say um too much. Is that considered an impediment? I don't think that's considered an, a speech impediment. Isn't that just considered use of filler words? You use a lot of filler words. So does that make me unintelligent? That makes you... I wouldn't say unintelligent. I think you just want to keep talking instead of gathering your thoughts first. That actually is feedback I got from my boss one time. He's like, you don't have to continue to talk. Just say what you need to say. And end it. Because people say you actually sound smarter. So let's say I was saying, yeah, I like went to the beach and um, it was so much fun versus, <coughs> yeah, I went to the beach and it was so much fun. You know, just gathering your thought. It kind of seems weird, the lull, but people would rather wait and you build up that like excitement. What is she going to say? I went to the Period. beach and it was so much fun. That's the problem is no one is ever anticipating what I'm going to say next. Yes, I'm going to say it before you have a chance to. But you're going to say um a million times. We'll work 100%. on it. Thank we'll, you. We'll work Thank on you. it. I feel like I haven't said um yet. I think I've said it a few times, but that's pretty good compared Possibly. to usual. When I edit the episode, I will let you know. Okay. Anything else new with you? I just have two more things. Yes, let's hear it. One, are you a Zach Bryan fan? I, I like his music. Yeah. That motherfucker showed up in Austin like just posted on X that he was going to be at Sagebrush in 45 minutes. First hundred people through the door. I'll do a live show for. Wow. And when I say that I didn't find out about it till the next morning, because who the fuck is on X as often uh, no. like, to, in order to be able to see that? Yeah. And so I was shaking and quaking in my boots. I was so upset about it. And I also, where, did, then wait, I started, where was he at? Sagebrush. I don't even, I've never even heard of that. I think it is first street maybe. And, Whenever I say that I've not stopped thinking about it since. <gasps> Something in the Orange is one of my favorite songs. I looked him up on Spotify. My. Wow. Yeah. The, the most impactful line in that song. And I want a man to think this about me. It says, to you, I'm just a man. But to me, you're all I am. Imagine if a guy thought that. Like, you are everything I am. And I may, that may not be how you feel about me. And that's okay. I feel that's what dogs think about their owners like so that's they're just what, singing like something Louis. in the orange to themselves at night yeah to you i'm just a man mm-hmm. to me but banger yeah, and I so that. i think that that was a paid ad from elon musk himself yeah because it got everyone on x for the night 
Actually, that is so true. And that it's like a marketing genius. Also. Why not go on Instagram and tell people he went on X? So great work, Elon. Great work, Zach yeah. Bryan. I Shout hope y'all's out. collab is one for the books because <laughs> I missed it. And people were <laughs> replying back to his tweet being like, I'm outside. Please let me in. I can hear you through the door. Please let me in. Because people like they wouldn't let anyone else in. They were and at only capacity. Only 100 people. That's interesting. Okay. Very, very cool. Yes. Well, we will be on X looking out for the next country music star. I, I redownloaded post. it. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm telling you. I don't have it on my phone either. I should. Well, now. Wow. Last thing I want to say is I have the travel bug. Really? I have I have a passport. I've been to like Costa Rica and Canada and the islands and stuff like that. But I need to go to Europe. Yeah. Have you been to Europe? Yeah, multiple times. My family's there. Oh, yeah. So I've gone a few times to Europe. I'm dying to go back. I've never been to Italy or Greece. And those are like, Mm. those are on my top. But I'm like waiting to fall in love and go there on my honeymoon. But But you can also have an eat, pray, love trip. Yeah, I've been thinking. I've I've been thinking about traveling as well. But uh, it's not in my budget right now. Yeah. You have, you have some Where other shit you? going on. I have other things going on. Where would you want to go? I'm really not picky. I just think... Should we go to I, England and pick up some British men? Period. Because I know that like Europe's not a one and done place. No. There's many trips to be had. So at this point, it's like, just get me over there one time yeah. and I'll figure out the rest. Wait, you've, so you've never been? I've never been across the... What do they call it? Across the pond. Wow. I should go with you. I know. My sister, she went to Greece and she actually met Kelly Ripa as she was <gasps> getting off her yacht. <laughs> what i know casual and she, and she said kelly ripa like she already is very it's a known thing she's like very skinny and very yes. fit yeah caitlin said in person it was she's even tinier almost emaciated yeah um i've met kelly ripa also where but not like in a that intimate of a setting i went to her uh live taping of kelly and ryan and she, like in between takes, her and Ryan actually get away from their desk, go up to the audience, and talk to people. Any other live taping I've seen of shows, they the like Ellen DeGeneres, mm-hmm. um, Jimmy Kimmel, they just like sit and don't make eye contact with the with the crowd at all. Kelly and Ryan literally walked around, greeted people, shook hands, made small talk. Interesting. They're really kind. Yeah. Well, now Kelly and her husband are on the show together. Yeah. I wonder what the dynamic is because that's essentially her show, mm-hmm. but now it's their show. Yeah. Do you think there's a power struggle there? No. You don't? I think they're a really strong couple. I'm obsessed with them. Yeah. Goals. I think that he would probably sing something in the orange to her. Yeah. Aww. Goals. But she's a little, I'm not one to judge somebody's body, but I do agree that she looks a little too thin. But if that's what works for her. And Pop all the way me? off. Do you know, actually, I have a story to tell you, and I've yeah. kind of already hinted at this. Yeah. But speaking of being very skinny, I, like, was talking to this man at Y'all Out Boy yesterday, mm-hmm. and we were hitting it off. And then towards the end of the night... <sighs> I cannot... I just And when I say we were hitting it off, like, it was wild. Like, we... I was I was like, oh, my God, it's, it's so natural speaking to you, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then by the end of the night, I was leaving, and he was like, yeah, to be honest, I just really need to be with someone who's really skinny and like 110 pounds specifically 110 pounds does he know what that looks like what was the context of this coming up and how did you respond to that comment because I would have been fuming if a man said that to me I was a little buzzed I don't remember really what I said but (laughs) I it came up because I think that I was probably trying to like get his number or something yes okay you know like I was probably like laying it on thick and I think he said no like you're 
because he likes blondes, I heard. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I mean, you're essentially my type, but I just really like women who are like small and tiny and like 110 pounds so I can throw them around. And I said, that sounds like an issue on your part. You can't throw around more than 110 pounds? <laughs> Absolutely. I would have said that to him. And I think I said something like, "I think you're just- telling this to a fitness instructor? Yes. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I know that I have weight to lose. I ate in and out 20 minutes ago. The, I know. The audacity of men, though, the audacity of this man to look you in the eye and say, you need to be 110 pounds before I date you. I'm shook. I'm sorry that happened. We already talked about it, but obviously I disagree. That's not true at all. You are stunning and amazing. And uh, he can go eat bricks. Unless he wants to date me, then you don't have to eat bricks. Then hi, come back. <laughs> <laughs> then hello. We'll talk no. soon. Okay. Okay, well, sorry. What's new with you? You had a lot going on. Yeah. I'm excited for you. Well, my move to San Diego is in two weeks from today. I, in two weeks from today... You're going to be leaving this town in your rearview mirror. I, I'm so excited. Um, I booked my move, my car, my, I'm transporting my car instead of driving it. Cause it's a little older. So I don't want to risk it for the biscuit. So I'm transporting my car. My sister and I are driving with a U-Haul two weeks from today. We have a bunch of boxes behind us. I, I, I tried to crop it out in the video, but I'm moving. I can't wait. Uh, just selling stuff, buying things and as it's going to be a journey. As Billy Ray Cyrus would say, get ready, get set, don't go. Am I right? Oh, Do you remember that song? Nope. <laughs> but I like those lines. The one with him and Hannah Montana? Uh, well, sing it. I'm at the starting line nope. and the rest of my life is mm-hmm. red. No, I don't know it. But that sounds wonderful and I appreciate the sentiment. And that's how I feel about you. Mm. Well, I can't wait. And I'll be back to visit often. And you're going to come to San Diego, especially if you have the travel bug. You have to come. I do. And I think it'll be a really good time when you come visit. Other than that, this past week, I am still on my thrifting (laughs) game and I'm obsessed. As I'm downsizing, I'm equally upsizing at the same time, which is bad. Period. But it's just, I love a good deal. And my two most recent, actually I have three of my most recent favorite finds. I found a vintage coach purse. Stunning condition. There's a few stains, which I can easily get out. These rhinestone chunky sandals from Target that are my dream pair of shoes. First of all, the heel is chunky enough to be comfortable. I love chunky heels. They're so cute. Also, I got a brand new pair of New Balance sneakers, like the trendy ones. And the funniest thing is I was thrifting for three hours. I'm on my way to the checkout stand. And I was like, you know what? I had already looked at the shoes when I first got there. Let me go look at the shoes one more time just to see if I missed anything. I go back to the shoes and there's actually two pairs of New Balance sneakers in my size. I bought both pairs. One of them, you're looking at them, it's a little <laughs> more damaged. So that, I'm looking at the inventory. That still needs some love. But the fact that I went back and I found these shoes in my size and I like I have sneakers on my list of like things I need. So love that. And for New me. Balances last forever. Yeah, they really do. And these ones are so comfy. It's like they were never worn. So 10 out of 10 recommend. Another thing I want to talk about, how do you feel about Jeremy Allen White's Calvin Klein ad? If you guys don't know, Jeremy is from Shameless. He's also from that show, The Bear. Bear. Did you watch The Bear? I did not watch The Bear, but I'm finishing. I'm on season 11 of Shameless, which I watched years ago and I'm rewatching now. So the timing couldn't be better. And Lip is looking fine. He's a short king, though. 100%. And like, 
I so supposedly there was some drama on the bear. Mm. He like is going through a divorce because he was like fucking the producer. I didn't know that. But also get your money. Yeah. Get your bag. And the Calvin Klein ad, I mean, definitely drew all of America's attention. Before the Calvin Klein ad, did you think he was hot? Well, here's the thing. I I'm not like physically attracted to his his like like his face doesn't do it for me. But seeing him in the ad with his body, I'm like, damn, Lip, what happened? Because he did not look that good in the show. It had to have been from the movie that he just did with Zac Efron that made him, like, ripped to spot. Because he's beefy now. Because in the in Shameless, he's pretty scrawny. And he is in The Bear, too. Really? Yeah. So it has to be. It has to be from that movie. What's but I saw it, and it is... Did you know about the movie that he's in with Zac Efron? No. And it's I them love two Zac. and someone else. And it's these like wrestling brothers. It's based off a true story. I think they're ba- it's based out of Waco or something. Interesting. And it's these brothers that become wrestlers. So they have to get fucking beefed. And so they're big. And Ooh, so I, I guess that's when he wait. did. I know. I guess that's whenever he did the ad. But I it shook the world. If you haven't seen it yet, go see it. It, it probably hit your For You page by now. But I was just shook by that. Another thing that's been going on this past week, old money blonde slash brunette, uh, mob wife aesthetic, and eclectic grandpa, and also color is back. So let's talk about those. You have no idea what I just said. Those are all trends that are cycling on social media right now. So old money blonde and brunette is just a certain hair color that people are switching over to. The old money blonde is literally just the color of my roots, extended. So it's I, dishwater blonde. It's so funny because whenever I see the old money blonde and the old money brunette, that like being a blonde, that looks brunette to me. But yes. then you read the comments and the brunettes are like, this is just blonde. Yeah. And so it's funny because we're all kind of defensive over like what the color actually looks like. It's like mm-hmm. that dress. Remember, is it blue and black or is it white and gold? Oh, yeah. That's how I feel like it is. Cause what did like, you see? I think I saw gold, white and gold. I saw blue and black. Really? Every single time I saw blue and black. Yeah. And I... That's hmm. whatever I, as I say, we're going to like beef about this. Cause I literally went down a rabbit hole being like, is everyone fucking with me? Is everyone in on no. this? Yeah. I think it was just like whatever your eyes had been exposed to that day or something. I don't know. It's nuts, but I agree. The old money blonde brunette. It's a little debatable. I think it's gorgeous. Like it? I think it's gorgeous, but I also think in order to make that hair color look good, you have to have that natural fullness to your hair. And that's what makes it look like old money and luscious hair because my hair is naturally pretty thin without my extensions. So if I were to grow out that color, it doesn't look like old money hair. I just look like a little rat. No, literally it looks mousy. Yeah, mousy. But if you have really thick, luscious hair, that's what makes it look I could not agree with you more, Kimberly. So that's my stance on that. Mob wife aesthetic. So we're switching over from clean girl aesthetic to mob wife. I need to look that up real quick. I'll explain it to you. All it is is just wearing a fur coat, wearing a pop of color red, red or some, you know, some nice lipstick, sunglasses. You just look like a mob wife. And so all the Italians are coming out on TikTok and they're like, you're trying to take our aesthetic. This is just how we live life. Do you know anything about being Italian? You know, that kind of vibe. That sounded pretty good, Kim. Thank you. I'm pretty good at an Italian accent. Are you good at accents in general or just Italian? I'm pretty good at all accents. Yeah. Can I name one? Not right now because I don't want to offend anybody, <laughs> but I feel like Italians aren't that protected, so it's okay to do an Italian accent. How many meatballs do you think go on a meatball sub? At minimum four. Minimum three, but I appreciate the extra meatball you threw in there. Are you impressed? You're even bringing in like the 
the hand gestures and stuff too. It's wild. What Fun a, fact. About you should me. do the mob wife aesthetic. I think this is for you, Kimberly. I like it. Maybe. We'll see. But the Italians are getting a little defensive. They're like all these white bitches coming in and throwing on a coat thinking in their mob wives. It's funny. It's like <laughs> The next thing is eclectic grandpa. This is just an even more exaggerated example of the uh, coastal grandmother. You're just wearing really you're a ton of layers, comfy, you know, with the boxer briefs. and the So vest. this is just for men. This is for girls. The sneakers, the socks. I it's very it's unisex, actually, but it's just I don't know. I don't I think you're yanking my chain on this one. No, no, no. This is real. Type it in eclectic grandpa. And then the last one, colors back. So as most of you guys know, the past few years, we've been sticking to neutrals, whether that's like our home decor or our outfits. Now, colors coming back. We're starting to live again. I don't know if it was the post-COVID depression, but now we are finally realizing, okay, we need color. Um, It doesn't even just have to be pops of red, for example, from last fall, but any sort of color is good. Do you see the eclectic grandpa now? I am shook. It's a real thing. Look it up. It has my trucker hat in it, so I'll take it. Yeah, it's trucker hat. Yeah. Um, the next thing, I have two more. My TikTok about the book series I've been reading is popping off. I'm that was good, Kim. 50,000 views right now. Which when I'm really I literally saw, I was like, she's never told me that's NFL man. Yeah. And I, I was like, okay, I'm going to continue to watch this because I have to know. And I'm also thinking to myself, I'm going to text this bitch right after this because I this is the first <laughs> time hearing of this. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. It's on my TikTok. But I have partnered with this incredible author, which I'll chat more about her um, on another episode. But I've partnered with her to promote her book series on socials. And I had this idea of reading or telling basically the synopsis of the book from my own POV to make it sound like this is my story. So I said like... It's very book talk of you, girl. I know. So I said like, oh, like I've been seeing this NFL player. Here's like all the tea about what's happening. So a lot of my followers were like, wait, what? You've been dating this guy? What happened? And then at the very end, I'm like, read this book to see what happens next. So I thought it was good. The news are popping off. Great freaking work. I'm excited. Thank you. And the last thing, tomorrow I am seeing the new Mean Girls movie. Haven't bought my tickets yet, but clearly it's popping off too because I can't get movie tickets at any theater near me. They're all sold out tomorrow. Well, don't go to Kyle. N- well, not. What? Why? <laughs> Remember the Kyle Theater that I went to? <gasps> oh, I, I didn't realize that was in Kyle. But um, I mean, I'm talking like 15 minute radius, 20 minute. I'm going to have see. to go like a little farther, but I'm excited. And I've heard really good things about the movie so far. Yes, it's a musical. So as long as you go in with low expectations and knowing it's a musical, People have been raving about it. But do you not find yourself a little bit protective of the OG Mean Girls? Because I do. I'm protective. I think that they, why mess with a good thing? Absolutely. And I also think it was a little too soon to redo it. But I do like the main girl who plays Katie Heron, Caddy Heron. I can't think of her name right now, but I've liked her in other films I've seen her in. Is that Renee Rapp? No, I love Renee Rapp too. She's awesome. A writer today told me that I, that I remind them of Renee Rapp. I could see that. Um, Renee Rapp is stunning blonde. She's got beautiful curves. Is she 110 pounds? You think she's not 110 pounds, but she has this really strong personality that's super likable. And I think that's probably where they're seeing the connection. I was about to say, because they said that in Mean Girls, she makes like some facial expressions throughout it. And supposedly my friend like leaned over and was like, that is Kiana. That's hilarious. So let me know what you think. Not me trying to make Mean Girls about me, but just something to think about. Literally. Okay, well, that wraps up our Catch Up With Kim portion, and we are going to switch on into Pick of the Week. Oh, 
Oh my god. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. Now we are going to share our picks of the week. So up first, my pick of the week. I have two picks this week. Okay, my first one is the Soul CBD Sleepy Time Gummies. Have I talked about this on the podcast before? No, but you didn't reply to me for like 12 hours because of them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, facts. Especially when I have period cramps or I just like am anxious and I can't sleep. I have lately just been eating one gummy. They're, again, the sole <laughs> CBD sleepy time gummies. <laughs> and I ate one on a more of an emptier stomach. And I ate one 9.30, 10 p.m. And I kid you not, I woke up the next day at like 1.32 p.m. <laughs> and if that doesn't say something about the product, I don't know what will. Because <laughs> I also hadn't slept the night before. I had like three hours of sleep. So clearly my body was very tired. I needed it. But I had the wildest dreams. Nothing scary, but very detailed. I slept like a baby for 15 hours. And my sister kept coming in the room because, you know, we live together now. And she's like, I went in a few times to see if you're breathing. Because I just kept sleeping. But they, they are phenomenal goals. Yeah, it's a combination of CBD, CBN, melatonin, and terpenes, which I don't know what those are necessarily, but I ate them. Yeah. And they're great. I've never been like a pot smoker or a CBD person, but I have been like loving CBD lately. These CBD gummies and then a bonus pick of the week. It's these, uh, took a picture of them, but it's this CBD oil. I don't know if the picture uploaded to my pictures yet but um I put this oil on my body and I got it from Viva Day Spa I can't think of the name right now if your body is in pain in any spot so for example right before you came over my middle back was really sore from thrifting for so long <laughs> and going through all the racks of fucking my stop Kim yeah I'm serious and I it was so sore in the middle of my back and so I put on the oil within five minutes I felt no pain isn't that crazy? And it was CBD? Yes. It's like this CBD oil with like um, rose hip oil and stuff too. So good. So recommend that. And my second pick of the week. This is a pick of the week that's a little different. It's not a product or service or anything like that. This is actually, I'm fangirling. There's this new media house. And I've talked to you about this mm-hmm. actually. So Alex Bennett and Jordan Woodruff, a.k.a. the Queens of Mean Girl Pod, yep. they exited Barstool Sports recently, and they created this platform called Just Media House, which is a platform for creators to create this high-quality content without having to worry about the complexities of all of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. So, for example, with us, if we were to work with them, manifesting if we were to work with them we would create our podcast we'd have so much fun doing all the fun stuff right and they would be on the back end creating the reels editing the full length videos for us things like that and that keeps the magic of podcasting yeah because I as you guys know as listeners I get burnt out like it's a lot of work and I love it so much but it can get pretty Mm -hmm. draining so these gals created this platform which is incredible for us creators to be able to spend our time being creative they're also my pick of the week because i just think they're phenomenal people they are such hard-working women and the fact that they created this on their own they've created i think each of them have over half a million followers on all social platforms mm-hmm. like 
each, not like not combined. And it would be a dream to work with them. So girls, if you're listening, um, we would love to work with you so much. And we're manifesting that. On my vision board already, Queenie. <laughs> I love that. So if you guys haven't checked out their media house yet, they're on Instagram too, just media house. And they are doing wonderful things and making me as a woman feel very empowered. Yes. I love that. What's your pick of the week? So my pick of the week is... As y'all know, I've been training for this motherfucking half marathon. <laughs> and I one thing about me is like if I eat even remotely close to the time that I need to run, yeah. it's not happening. No. And so I have been also, whenever I'm working, I, you know, wake up really early, I go into the office, and then I typically go straight from the office to go teach spin. And I'm typically go, 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 go all the time at work, but I forget to eat. Yeah. And so by the time I get done teaching class, I am on the verge of passing out because I'm just so freaking hungry. That's how I feel but, in this moment right, right now. <laughs> but during the day, you always, Kim, the last three times I've hung out with you. I know I need to eat. I'm going to, we're going to take a break after this. Okay. I'm eat. But keep going. But, <laughs> but, and during the day, I just don't feel that hungry. And so I started to use these things called blender bombs in my smoothies. And I learned about blender bomb words. Blender bombs. Blender bombs. I learned about blender bombs whenever I lived in Greenville uh, because a friend of mine went to college with the owner of blender bombs, Helen Hall Leland. I've never even heard of these. So what is and it? It's literally a, a little ball that you put in your smoothie and it has things like dates, flax, hemp oil, all of the good things that you would want in a smoothie, but you're like, I'm not going to buy all of those ingredients individually. <gasps> I and love this. It has like something, something wild, like X amount of superfoods, it's anti-inflammatory. Does it change the taste of your smoothie? No, but there are like different flavors of blender bombs that you can get. So the OG, if you don't want it to really taste like anything, you can get the OG and it just has everything in it. But I got two different kinds. I got the OG for whenever I want my um, more like fruity smoothies. So I can just put frozen fruit in there. But I also got another one and it's the peanut butter and cacao bomb. And it is so fucking good. So it has like, obviously like, delish. It, yeah, it has like cocoa powder in it and it has, I don't know, something with peanuts, something, I don't know, but <laughs> it's supposed to help you stay full longer, yeah. but also help with bloating. And it just, again, gives you what you would typically probably leave out of your smoothie because it's ingredients that you honestly, they're, you're intimidated to buy. I agree with that. Cause I know I'm a smoothie girl and I know that I'm supposed to be putting things in like yep. flaxseed and this and that or chia seeds. And these are things that people I've seen it on TikTok. They're like, you should have put your chia seeds in water. Or, no, don't do that. Do that. And it's, it's a lot. Right. And like, you never know <laughs> like who's right fucking right. So what, or where do you buy these? So they have some, um, in select whole foods. Mm -hmm. It's going to be where you would get like your collagen powder and stuff like that. It's in that section or you go online and they have a subscription actually. So if you subscribe, um, to getting X amount sent to you, you get money off, but they come in packs of 10. And so those last a Are couple you weeks. you plugging right now? Do you have a promo I'm, code for us? I fucking wish. <laughs> I love Blender Bombs and it just makes the consistency of your smoothie everything of the sort. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Great pick of the week. And I have the best workouts after because I, I can that. eat it for lunch and maybe like at 2 p.m. go on a run and I'm just fucking gliding. Blender Bloms, please. Blender Bloms. Please uh, partner with us. Well, thank you for sharing your pick of the week. Yes. I will link all those things in the show notes as well. That wraps up our pick of the week though. And we are going to now shift on into the main portion of today's podcast episode, where, as I mentioned in the beginning, 
we are going to be chatting through 20 pieces of advice that are going to change your life. So let's... That's what they say. Let's jump on in. All right. The first piece of advice is... You ready for it? Mm -hmm. It's only embarrassing if you are embarrassed. So this is a great piece of advice because... I feel like it's applicable to a lot of aspects of life. So whether you are trying to pursue something like social media and you don't want to go out in public and take pictures. Oh my God. I remember when I first started doing pictures on my own in public spaces, people were so judgmental. Now it's more common, but back in 2019, people were not doing that. Yeah. And I was definitely embarrassed at first. Eventually I was just like, you know what? This is my job. I'm not embarrassed. So I don't, I just stopped caring. I will say, though, there are some people who could stand to be embarrassed a little bit. Well, yeah, of course. But do you think do you think that's true, though? It's only embarrassing if you're embarrassed. Think about like if you're dancing silly, like, I don't know. It's more it's more of like how it's you're perceiving thing. yourself. 100 percent. Yeah, absolutely. OK. And I feel like the older I get to, the more I understand that, because when I was younger, I felt way more insecure about what other people thought about me. And as I've gotten older now, I'm like. I don't care. Like, I remember even when I was little, I would have to have a full face of, I'm thinking like high school, full face of makeup and hair done perfectly just to go to the grocery store with my mom. And now I, more times than not, I do not have an ounce of makeup on. My hair is not done. I'm unrecognizable and I could care less. I respect that. I mean, that's how I am. And it sucks because they're like, you should dress nice to the grocery store. You're going to meet your husband. And I'm like, well, if he doesn't like me at my worst, he doesn't get me at my best. But I am. I have found myself like low key getting like a little bit ready now to walk the dogs because you just never know. Yeah, you never know. And I do. With that said, one of my goals, I told this to Kylie the other day. I was like my this is off topic, but one of my goals for the new year is to not be stinky. And what I mean by that is like, I've never, I'm not like reeking. I'm not like nasty, but you know, those people who just always smell good. Like mm-hmm. whether it's like at their perfume, they always have on, they just look clean, not clean girl aesthetic, but just however they're put together, they just look yep. nice. And I strive to be that version of myself where it's like a little bit of mascara. You put your scented lotion on and your perfume and you know, you put you look still comfy, but you just look a little more put together. And I think that's like the definition of like not being dusty. Yes. Dusty is the best way to put it. I've been dusty a lot in 2023. And now I'm like, you know what? I just want to be less stinky. (laughs) Just like, I want people to be like, oh, Kim always smells so good. Right. So that's what we're working with. Okay. Advice number two, piece of advice number two. If you want to buy something, wait 24 hours. And if you still want to buy it afterwards, then buy it. This is advice regarding people who like to impulse shop. I would love to get your take on this first because I know you enjoy online shopping. I do. I 1000% agree with this. And I've mentioned this on a podcast before where I genuinely feel that my toxic trait is that I put my stuff in a cart mm-hmm. and I let my cart sit. Which is and good. then if I come back to it, then yeah, I want it. Do you feel like it's a sign if it's still there and still in, so- in yes. stock? Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. So I, I agree. If you want to buy something, wait 24 hours. But with my thrifting lately. <laughs> She's a thrifter. With some in-person shopping, 
if there is a piece that you're like, I'm going to die if I don't have that, don't wait and go back the next day. I think it's more like if you have an actual problem, but if you're treating yourself, if there's something that like you just think is so you. And there's a mental, I think that there needs to be like a threshold too. Like if it's under $25 or something like fucking buy it. Yeah. Whatever your threshold is different. Yeah. Whatever your budget is. I think the same thing, the 24 hour rule with texts when you're mad or emails when you're mad. True. Like I, especially at work, like I'm the kind of person, like I call people out on their shit and like it's gotten me in trouble at work because like I want to just nip things in the bud very quickly. Mm -hmm. And I now have had to, or I, instead of like what I would slack to the person, I slacked myself. Yes. And I send saw it. this. Kiana has a notepad on her phone of texts or messages that she would send uh, when ex, she's in. Yeah. Yes. I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> texts that she wants to send to her ex, mm-hmm. but she withholds or refrains from sending those. And she, instead she writes it down. And I think that's genius. I mean, yeah. I don't have enough. That's good. It's just for the past week, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have enough. Uh, I'm not saying that's beef, but I don't know what the hell else to say. But I just don't have enough beef right now to have that. But when the time comes and I feel I need to, I will definitely. Yeah. And like one thing about me is I'm always fucking bothered about something. <laughs> that's my problem is I people are like, oh, my gosh, I'm so unbothered. Couldn't be me. I'm I like, am the most bothered bitch you've ever met. And I, so I always <laughs> have something to type out. You do. Yeah. I'm I would say I'm more unbothered, but I'm also very sensitive. So I hold on to things, but yeah. I don't. I just get really sad about it. And I don't usually respond with anger. So well, it's actually funny. I can't believe I didn't mention this earlier in our catch up. I went axe throwing this week for the really? first time. And literally one of my coworkers was like, Kiana, I really think that this could be something that you're good at. Cause you just, you know, <laughs> you have anger. I'm like, <gasps> what would you say that you have anger inside of you? Probably. <laughs> really? I, just cause like I genuinely am. And like, it's something I've been working on. I'm not patient and I'm always bothered. Yeah. Something is always bothering me. Like yesterday on the way to the concert, Angela stayed in the far right lane the whole time and there was traffic. So like people are getting onto the interstate. And so our lane is slowing down because people are merging on, but she How stayed in the far right irritated lane. And you? I literally sat there and I didn't say anything because I didn't want to be that person. So I was proud of myself, but I literally sat there in silence for an hour. I sat there and like, it was just like, <laughs> because I'm always bothered about something. Okay, good to know. So noted. I'm just so fun to be around, okay, clearly. never look in Kiana's notes Don't app. quass. Yeah, don't quass don't, me. Don't quass me. <laughs> you're, you're channeling your mom yeah, life. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, I like it. Advice number three, when writing an email, add the attachments in first and leave the recipient field until last. I thought that was a really funny piece of advice because how many times have you sent an email and then it's like, you forgot to send attachments and then you're like dang it and you can usually undo it but if there's not time how embarrassing and also if you have ever pressed send maybe on accident before you're actually finished with the email that is even worse so that's a little piece of advice for like my career girlies and I will say that's the best thing that Google ever did for their inbox update was like it's like because it will see if you had the word attached attached yes and it tells you yes and I'm like shit yes that's right so thank you Google but thank you Google that was an easy little one yeah the next piece of advice advice number four this one is oh my gosh this was so funny to me there is never a friend group with just one group chat (sighs) so most friend groups I cannot say I'm a part a part of one right now (laughs) I, I've actually never been a part of a, a friend group chat, I don't think. But would not, you say that you're a girl's girl? Yeah, but I'm not like 
I have a lot of friends in different groups and I've been put into group messages, but no group chats where it's like the girl, the girl gang or whatever. You like rename it and it's Mm -hmm. like a thing. Isn't that sad? I'm not in one of those. Are you? I bet you have so much clearer of a headspace though. Yeah, I'm not in a single group chat, but it's so interesting because if you do have a lot of friends and you are in a, fr- in a group chat or you are in a friend group, usually if you don't know, they'll have a group chat and they'll name it something cute and that's where all the friends talk. But this piece of advice says there's never just one group chat. So how awful is it to know that you might be left out of the other ones intentionally? Yikes. So just keep that in mind. I don't know if that's advice, but it's just, it was kind of like a gets you thinking gets you thinking thoughts because if you're not the player you're getting played Mm-hmm. well I think that I've never done a side group message as a way to be mean mm. well when I was younger probably because I was a fucking bitch <laughs> but like now I feel like I do it solely for the logistics of it so like for example I am in a group message with me Roldell my roommate and then like our friend Sarah but Sarah didn't go to the concert with us last night so we took her out of the group message. Yes, that makes sense. But I don't know that I, but now I'm like, oh my God, so am I the person that's not in the group messages? Probably. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Probably not. I'm going to like lay awake party. in bed tonight. Advice number five, no one thinks about you as much as you do. Meaning we're all worried about people thinking about the tiniest embarrassing things we mm-hmm. do when no one really cares. This goes back to like the first advice, which is don't be embarrassed, but people at the end of the day care the most about themselves and you aren't even a fraction of their mind. Maybe in the moment they like acknowledge something that happened, but when we're running around our day to day doing things, I'm not thinking about other people and criticizing them. No, that's so true. And I, there's a podcast I listen to and that's what she said. She's like, not trying to burst your bubble, but no one cares about you as much as you think they do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, it sucks. But even our parents have their own lives. Like it's just, it's just the way it is. So take that pressure off of yourself that you think the whole world's against you or everybody like noticed something or is judging you because most likely they are not. The next piece of advice, number six, (laughs) this is a funny one. Don't read them. Sorry. (laughs) Advice number six, to improve your posture, pretend you're shooting lasers out of your nipples (laughs) and try to shoot people in your head so if you stand up straight think of like those girls from um, austin powers kim (laughs) i saw this and i was like that is the funniest shit no lori the fact that like that's the first thing i thought of whenever we were saying this is like thinking about the path to discovery of this fact and your reaction you're like this is a solid number six the fact that this made the cut (laughs) <laughs> I hey posture is important so true I'm working on my posture and okay maybe you can just put your chin out and you know be proud pretend I think the other one is like pretend like there's a string mm-hmm. somebody's pulling a string out of your head but but I won't this laser this, now. this laser thing was hilarious it's the I won't fe- forget the, fem- it. the fembots that's what they are from Austin Powers I need to see Austin I haven't seen it in a long time you don't remember the fembots then I like I have a inkling of what they look like the pink fuzzy little one uh 90s big blonde updos like vaguely we'll watch it later and you'll be like yes that's it should we be fembots for Halloween no and here's why (laughs) we don't have the body time for that because they have I mean it always comes back to my weight doesn't it Kim oh my gosh (laughs) no 
I'm just saying like it's a 90 so I feel like you need to have like no curves at all for it to be flattering yeah and like because I like am busty for example like it's just gonna sit out I'm just gonna look like round did I I think Kendall Jenner Kendall Jenner was a fembot for Halloween yes. and like that makes sense for it her body so type. good me I could be Jessica Rabbit there are other things there are other things are, we could be Yes. I fucked with my sisters whenever we were on our Christmas vacation and we were trying to like think of what we were going to wear skiing. And my little sister was like, well, you could probably wear like my ski pants if you wanted to. I don't know if they'd fit though. And like, we're all like laughing and going, and I was like, and that's why it always comes back to my weight, doesn't it y'all? And they like got silent and they were like, and I sat there, I was like, and it really fucking sucks to know that. And I acted like I was going to cry. And I was like, got him. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that's what I like to say now all the time. It always comes back to my weight, doesn't it? Little boy I should have said that to my motherfucker last night. Wolf. Yeah, you should It have. always comes back to the weight, doesn't you it? You should have made that guy feel awful about himself. <laughs> um, you know what? I love to say, again, off record or off topic. What you could have said if he was like, oh, I only date girls for 110 pounds. You would be like, oh, I'm sorry that I ever gave you the impression that you're somebody I would ever be interested in. Drop mic. Drop mic. You can apply that to multiple things. That's like, beautiful, Kim. Because this guy once was like, hey, like we had gone on a few dates. And he's like, oh, I'm not looking for anything serious. And so I responded a little differently. I'm so sorry I gave you the impression that you're somebody I would ever consider dating seriously. Burn. Pretty good, huh? So write that down. Advice. That's good, Kim. The next piece of advice, number seven. This is another funny one. Never miss an opportunity to go pee. <laughs> I I never miss an opportunity to pee. Here's, I feel like I pee a lot. Yeah. Another part of this advice, stay hydrated, of course. But like you're on a road trip. You're at the bar and your friends are all going pee. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, I don't have to go. Just go. If there's ever an opportunity, just go. You don't want to miss it. I love that and yeah. also it's an opportunity to sit down yeah chill enjoy touch up your makeup enjoy the whole process mm. here for it advice number eight okay wash your clothes with vinegar to remove smells if you forget wet clothes in the washing machine for too long they'll smell like mildew washing them again doesn't really take the smell away as many times as you try that was a piece of advice from mom and i love it all right advice number nine if you can't decide between two equally good options flip a coin if you're disappointed with your results go with the losing side beautiful genius my first thought was like oh yeah if I have trouble choosing between which man I want which man but at this point <laughs> I'll take I'll take anyone <laughs> I'll take them all uh advice number 10 sucking at something is the first step to being good at something Kim you did not say that correctly sucking at something is you the said sucking something no I didn't yes you did and that's why I'm sitting there I'm like <laughs> I was like I'm just gonna let her finish this because I I maybe she's trying so sucking something no sucking at something I apologize it's the first step to being good at something I almost lost my shit I'm like yeah I know blowjobs are always worse <laughs> the very first time you do them you gotta practice practice makes perfect practice makes perfect which still applies to the actual <laughs> that can be number 21 the actual piece of advice <laughs> yes but Again, you're not going to be great. Even like somebody who's like an Olympian, they had to learn how to ski or they had to learn to do whatever activity, whatever Olympic sport. <laughs> Honestly, the fact that pickleball is an Olympic sports criminal. It might be one day. But what's something that you are good at that you weren't good at at first? Spin. Yeah. Easy. Like there are, whenever I used to just go to spin classes, 
I couldn't even like stay out of saddle for specific songs. And now it's like, I'm out of saddle the whole time and I'm talking the whole time. If people don't know what out of saddle means, what does it mean? Um, not sitting in the seat, but standing up and keeping the rhythm. Yeah. So it's like very big on like your core work. And like, I even was actually looking back at videos today because Angela's telling me how Showstopper by Danity Kane is such a banger. Oh, yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's actually one of the songs I tested out to. And I look at even that video whenever I was, that was probably like a thousand rides in. And I still look at it. I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. It's like you have to keep going. Just keep going. What's something about you? Like, what's something for you? Well, my the first thing I think of is social media. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's actually, I'm changing my answer. Podcasting. When I first started podcasting, and if you are one of the OGs, you know, I had a ton of filler words, a ton of awkward pauses, super shitty audio. Mm. I literally just sat on my bed with a microphone and I didn't even look at the camera. Like I engaging. (laughs) Well, the reason being is because when I first started podcasting the TLC network, I was still in contract with them and they required me to get my podcasts pre-approved by them. And I was only allowed to read from like a script basically because they didn't want me spoiling anything for the show. And I'm like, I'm not talking about the show. They actually tried stopping me from doing my podcast completely. They came after me and I had to fight for this podcast for like months okay oh that's a tangent but <laughs> but the, when I first started the podcast I bet TLC was like oh <laughs> it's fine <laughs> she's safe <laughs> yeah, it's fine she she can do it but no um when I first started it was really bad I've actually archived all those old episodes because they're that awful but I'm glad I learned and now you've my, come so far I've come so far I love having you on we got the mics the branding the audio everything and while you know, there's still room for improvement. One day we'll have a studio space. One day we'll have like merch and all these things, but it is a learning process. And I appreciate you guys being along for every step of the way. Advice number 11. Some of these pieces of advice, you're just going to roll your eyes. They really are all over the place. (laughs) You're going to get, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Is this going to bother me? No, it's just like, so like it, it feels irrelevant, but it's, it's just random advice. Okay. Let's hear it. If your dog is chewing on something, (laughs) if your dog is chewing on something, you don't want them to like a shoe, pick up the shoe and yell at the shoe. Your dog won't touch it again. So that sounds stupid, right? Have you tried that before? Years ago when I lived in Santa Monica, Louie was a puppy. I was walking him outside and this lady was walking with her dog. So well behaved. And we made small talk about dog training and the dogs, whatever. She actually told me that piece of advice. And she said she goes to this like super expensive dog trainer. And that's one of the lessons he taught her. So I went back to my apartment. Louis at this point was teething and he was chewing up all my baseboards like really badly in an apartment. And so I had already put up aluminum foil on all the baseboards to scare him. And he was still like, didn't care. So I went up to the baseboards and I just hit them. No, no, no. Hit the baseboards. And Louis was like off and he wasn't standing right there. I wasn't scaring him. He was off in the distance, but he kind of looked over the corner and was like, what the fuck is she doing? Never touch the baseboards again. So try it. Wow. Yeah. Cause they're like, what is wrong with that? Like baseboard. Ooh, I don't want that anymore. Try it. Let me know. This is a little bit off topic, but what do you think that Louis calls you in his head? Mom. Do you think that he knows that it's supposed to be mom? Well, I think he calls me mommy. Because he's a little baby boy. He goes like, mommy. 
I was about to say, he's like, <laughs> he would be. But also, also, it depends on his mood. If he's cuddly, he calls me like mommy. But if he's in like a mood and he's like, like sassy, like he wants me to guess me for him, he he calls me bitch. He's like, bitch, go get that for me. I'm so. not trying to say that like you, maybe he's a mama's boy. I know. Yes, he totally is. And I do get a little triggered by that expression. But I know, that's what I'm saying. I literally raised a mama's boy. And like, I'm so fearful for the day when I'm <laughs> pregnant. And if I have a boy, because if I screw that kid up, I don't think I did the per- most perfect job on Louie. Like he's not fully socialized. He's temperamental, but that's also a lot. That's a breed thing. So I am hesitant to have a boy child. And see how that goes. This could be like, you know, where are they now type vibes. I know. And watch it like be a full circle moment. And like my son's obsessed with me and vice versa. (laughs) No. Just kidding. (laughs) We're spiraling. (laughs) Moving on to advice number 12. If you are really shy or struggle with holding conversations or being social, just ask questions. This works in three ways. Number one, the other person will be doing most of the talking. Number two, they also leave the conversation with a positive feeling because most people enjoy talking about themselves. And number three, it gives the sense that someone is interested in them. Bonus positive feelings about your interaction. This is a great piece of advice and something that I actually do, not because I'm shy or struggle with holding conversation, but people love talking about themselves. And it's it's really the best way to socialize because they feel, like I just said, somebody's interested in them and they leave like, wow, Kim was so great to talk to, but they didn't even learn anything about me. It's so interesting how the human brain works. And that's like what we tell people whenever we're going through recruitment. It's like if you like run out of things to talk about, just start asking them questions about themselves. Mm -hmm. Because people love talking about themselves. They really do. So I've used this in every social situation. If you are shy or socially awkward, oh my God, I love your purse. Where did you get it? That can turn into a whole conversation. Mm -hmm. Oh, this store. Oh, cool. Where's that store at? Oh, nice. When did you get it? Uh, You know, it could just be a whole thing. And in Kim's case, she'd probably tell you she thrifted it. (laughs) Yeah, I thrifted (laughs) it. And then I'll go on a whole tangent. Get me going. (laughs) Literally, guys, like the camera's facing us and there's like piles of thrift haul stuff behind the camera. But I digress. Advice number 13. This piece of advice is make them tell you no. It's great when you're not sure if you uh, should apply for a job, go for a promotion or a raise, or do something you're afraid of. Don't be so worried about getting told no or failing. You will surprise yourself. And that helps make the decision for you. Yes. Because if you get told no, that's just redirecting your life. 100%. And I'm a firm, firm believer in that. Because there's a lot of things I've gone after in life that like jobs I've applied for that I didn't get that I really thought I had in the bag. Or just, I don't know, different things in life that changed. I mean, I was engaged at one point. Thank God that ended. It's not rejection, it's redirection. Yes, preach. What has happened in your life that you feel like kind of, it was a a no moment that was a really good thing to happen? Honestly, nothing. Um, My life's pretty perfect and I'm always (laughs) told yes. Shut up. No, I actually have a very like good answer for this. So I... Um, had accepted a job in Greenville, South Carolina when I was living in Houston. And I honestly really didn't want to go. But I said yes to the job just because I didn't know how to say no. And I already put myself in the ring to take the job. And I even went to Greenville and looked at apartments and everything. And I, wow, the movers were coming the following week to pack up all my shit and move it. And I was in the final hiring process, like the final part of a hiring process for a medical device company. 
Mm. And they, I flew to Pittsburgh for it and like met with the director of sales or whatever. And so they were like, we'll let you know within 48 hours if you're going to, if we're going to extend an offer or not. And so I essentially had my Greenville job waiting while I was waiting to hear back from this other one, essentially. And that would tell me whether I'm staying in Houston or not. Miss Popular. And then I got a call from that company and they, they were like, he just did not have a good feeling about you. <gasps> well, that's just, an interesting choice of words. I know. He just didn't feel like it was going to be a good fit at all. Huh. And it was just, and I like it hurt and it sucked, but it was just so funny because now I look back and one of the best times of my life was when I was in Greenville. Oh, and I remember I that. It, it literally, cause I remember as soon as I got the rejection call, I had to call my, who was going to be my boss and be like, okay, I'll take the job. Yeah. Because I had them waiting and I shit you not, I packed up a suitcase, like a little carry on, got in my car and drove to Greenville, South Carolina, left everything behind and they came and packed it all up for me because I needed to start my job that following week. And like that phone call changed my life. Absolutely. So that's my, I was told no. And that told me everything I needed to know. And you had such amazing experiences come out of that no. And while hearing the no, like we're not saying it's great. Like, it's going to hurt. I've yeah. cried. I've felt like, why not? I mean, even Kiana just saying right now, like that guy said that, I felt sad for her. I would be pissed with that. Oh, what did he say? She, he, she, didn't he didn't have a good a, feeling about me in the which, position. <laughs> but still. I could say the same. Yeah, right? So it's going to hurt or it's going to be difficult, but I promise you it's, it's going to be fine. It's going to work out the way it's supposed to. Peace for advice number 14, doing something isn't nothing. Okay, hear me out. Taking five minutes to work out, clean, work on a big project is better than zero minutes. We often think about how we have to do like two hours straight of this rigorous work to, yep. to make any sort of uh, contribution to our goals. And you really don't. Even if it's you're working on your mental health and you want to take five minutes to meditate with the Calm app or like I said, you know, working on a big project or cleaning it's all going to help. So don't feel like you need to have this huge amount of time to, to do things. Baby steps. Baby steps. Piece of advice number 15. Time will pass either way. If oh, you want that to. Makes me emo. Yes. If you want to get better at something, accomplish a long-term goal, or change careers or credentials, don't look at the two to five years and think you'll be too old. If you're 24 and want to go to college, you'll be 28 in four years with or without a degree, regardless of what you do in that time. I feel like we as a society put so much pressure on doing things at a certain age. You, you want to get married in your 20s. You want to have babies by the time you're 30. You want to go to college. You know, you want to do all these things. Everything seems like there's such a timeline associated with them. Mm -hmm. And as somebody who like, yes, I went to college at the, at the air quotes right time, but I haven't gotten married yet. I, I don't have babies yet. I'm turning 30 in March. And while I, I do find myself looking at other people's lives and seeing them do those things, mm -hmm. that's just not what's in the cards for me right now. Right. I love that. And like life is going to continue on mm -hmm. and it just, it's up to you how you want to spend that time. Yeah. And like where you want to go from here. I love that one. That might be my favorite one. I love it. Yeah, no, it's it's a really good one. And think of it too with like if you're trying to save up money, you know, put $100 away here, $20 there. Like eventually that's going to add up too. It's better than nothing. Piece of advice number 16. This is another funny one, but it's very real world. Number 16, buy a plunger before you need a plunger. Period. Okay, so let's let's think about this literally. Let's say you really do need a plunger. 
okay, thank God you already had one. But think about other things too. For me personally, I get migraines a lot. So I always make sure to have my cold cap in the freezer. I always have medication stocked up in my cabinet. I always get hangry. So I always have a a snack in my purse. Things like that, just to set yourself up for success. What's something that you feel like you do? I literally have no answer. No? Well, I'm thinking too, like my sister, she's a good example of this. Whenever she goes out to drinks with her friends, and she knows she's going to have a longer night. She will always buy an electrolyte drink and put it in the fridge before she goes That's out. That's beautiful. And she always drinks those little like hydration things. Mm-hmm. Genius. So moral of the story, buy a plunger before you need a plunger. That honestly probably would be my thing. Yeah. There's <laughs> a plunger. Did you ever see Love is Blind when she clogs the toilet when they're in Mexico? Yes. And they need a plunger. That's the first thing I thought about. Oh, nightmare. Piece of advice number 17. If they wanted to, they would. And that one really pulls some heartstrings. But that one's going to fuck me up, Kim. If you are in the dating world right now, okay, and a guy is just keeps like not meeting your expectations or you think like, oh, man, I wish he brought me flowers or I wish he paid for dinner or I wish he spent his Friday night with me. If he wanted to, he would. And you deserve somebody who will do those things for you. I'm very passionate about that. You can't change a person's uh, actions. And that's like absolutely what I'm struggling with right now, literally in life, mm-hmm. you know, this, but, and it's one of those things. And this goes hand in hand with that. But when people show you who they are, not tell you who they are, when they show you who you are, believe them, mm-hmm. you know, and they can show you who they are within the first date. Within the first two dates, this is a perfect transition because I'm going to skip over 18 and go to 19 and then we'll go back. So number 19 is the only way to change a man is to replace him. I know that one was hard, but it goes back to we, you can't change. You just can't change a person like you can. Uh, and you can't change a person who doesn't want to change either. Yeah. And of course, like there are exceptions to this rule, but I do think that people showing their true colors first date second date first month first year whatever those are they're telling you they're showing them who they are and especially at a certain age like if you're in a high school dating okay that's different you still have a lot of time to mature but if you're this is a guy in his 30s 40s 50s even like come on like that that's they're setting their ways can't teach an old dog new tricks well and here's the thing too it's like the problem with men is that they are going to replace you as well. Mm-hmm. And they're going to replace you for someone who doesn't expect them to change. So you need to not have those expectations either. Yeah. And look at it from a good way that, that like sounds kind of sad, like you're getting replaced, but really like there's another person out there who like, let's say this, the guy you're dating like is a pig, like a slob, a pig. He doesn't clean up after himself. And that bugs the shit out of you. Cause you are a clean freak. There might be a girl out there who also lives like a slob and she's totally fine with that. She doesn't care if he picks up after himself because she doesn't either. Right. So there are obviously more serious examples of things that can be changed, but think of it lightly like you just you can't. So heading back to number 18, find a form of exercise and hobby you enjoy doing and do them. I think this is great because this can be applied to your whole life, right? If you just do what everybody else is doing, I'm not a runner. I don't like running. My boobs are too big. It's not comfortable (laughs) for me and I just can't do it. So instead I like doing more low impact workouts. I love walking. I love yoga. I love free weights, like things like that. 
And those are the things I choose to do. I don't do, I don't run just because everybody else is running. Right. If that makes sense. And then as for hobbies, I mean, I feel like my hobby is social media and podcasting and you're good at it. I'm doing it. What, it, what are the things that you, uh, what form of exercise do you enjoy most besides spin? Oof. And what about your hobby? Well, pickleball. I was going to say, I'm a picky bitch. <laughs> like I fucking love pickleball. Like I have a net in my trunk. I have you my racket. You need to teach me before I leave. Yes. Please. Because that man that I'm obsessed with in San Diego, he pickleballs. Really? Yeah. <gasps> love that. Okay. And but then what, what is your hobby then? Or was that your exercise? Both. Damn. Hobby and exercise. Oh my God. (laughs) Hobby and exercise. And now we have finally reached advice number 20. Your world and life doesn't revolve around you having a relationship. This may sound tired, but focus on yourself. As much progress as we seem to have made, most conversations among women are still about relationships and the men in those relationships or just anyone else you're attracted to. You are a human being first. There's a person living inside of you. Someone with opinions or more than uh, what men think of you or women in general. There's someone who likes a specific genre of book or listens to certain types of music or has a professional ambition and a personal goal. That person is more important than getting a date. It's totally fine to want companionship, but don't forget yourself. Oh, it's so true. And I, I mean... Even on the podcast, we do talk a lot about dating and boys. Of course, we love our we love our men and they do affect our lives a lot. But I also choose to make this podcast for women where we talk about anything because I want you listeners to feel empowered as a woman that you are more than just the person you're with. And I, so people may not know this about me, but I stay like pretty fucking woke. Like, I mean, I go to therapy multiple times a week. I, my therapist gives me homework. And so I do homework almost like every day. And one of the things that was my homework was listening to this. Um, it, was a, it was a conference that this psychologist was at. And he actually mentioned that there's four types of relationships that you need to have in your life. And I'm going to butcher this so we can like link this in the notes. But it's like one is you are friends with them because you have a common hobby, a common interest. Mm -hmm. Another one is like you are with them because you love them unconditionally and it is like sexual and like they will always fulfill that part for you. And it just goes down the list. It's very interesting because like that's essentially what this is saying. It's like that's whenever there's a hierarchy and that's whenever in this situation, in X situation, this is the kind of friend that you want to have in that position. And it may not be the companion who fulfills you sexually. And that's Mm -hmm. okay. Like it's okay to have relationships with many different types of people for many different things. Yeah. And it was the coolest thing I've listened to. And I'll, I'll link it because I, it's like an hour long. So I listened to it when I was driving or something. And I remember I pulled over multiple times, like take notes. It was really interesting because it's about relationships and not just obviously like men and women, but all types of relationships that you need in order to feel fulfilled. So with this, what you just talked about, does he always say the hierarchy? It's yourself at top at the top. Cause that's what this is saying. It's like yourself. And then from there you kind of, you have those tears. Like for me right now, it's me up top. Cause I'm, I'm single. So me up top, my family, my friends, like that's kind of my hierarchy. Yeah. And you can break it down more into like different categories of people. Yeah. The way they explain it, it's honest, like, very much like that, but more like a web mm. where it's like you're at the center of this web and you need these things to feel like you are whole. 
I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely link that in the show notes. It's an old one though. Like sounds like it's on the radio. It's like an it. old speech. So just be prepared. I love it. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to our 20 pieces of advice that changed your life. I'm sure. I hope you feel changed after this. Really, really changed. Especially now that you know to always take that pee break. Always buy a plunger. Always buy a plunger. The two most important things from today's episode. I felt that like the can opener of it all. I wish that I had a fucking can opener when I really needed it. And I got it in my stocking like two Christmases ago. (laughs) Best gift I ever got. Yeah. I'm here for a useful gift. Period. You know, either a thoughtful gift or a, a, a useful one. Anyways, we will end there. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast episode. Thank you, Kiana, for being on and gracing us with your presence and amazing personality and feedback. If you guys enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to rate us five stars at Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave that written review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, thumbs up on YouTube, and check us out on Instagram at My Lips Aren't Sealed Podcast. And my personals at Kimberly Cobb. Kiana's is kiana underscore millican so check us out send us a dm if you have any questions or if there are any topics you want to hear from us about i also have a link in the show notes where you can submit anonymously or you can put your name but you can put in questions or um advice you want or anything that's in like a survey monkey or maybe it's a google doc i can't remember what i have right now but put that in there if you are interested but i love you guys i hope you guys have a great week and we will chat more next week bye guys bye